Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! The baseball season is way too long. The game is way too slow. It's so boring to watch. Shut up. Get your peanuts, Cracker Jacks, and IPAs ready. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. Swing and a long drive. Deep to right. Covering all things baseball. Going. Going. The big leagues. Going. Going. And the MLB to Portland. Goodbye! He has done it! He has changed the game of the night with one swing of his bat. Now, here are your hosts, Patrick Harris and Mike Lynch on 1080. Bang! Zoom! Go the fireworks! The fan. Welcome in to the Hot Corner for it Must Be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. There you go. There's our new season open. I like that, Joe. I like it, Joe. Well done. Thank you, sir. There you go. Baseball season is, well, it's officially started like a week and a half ago. But now for us, it started with a new open. And we had this bet. What? Nothing. I tried to hit a button and it wouldn't let me work. Oh. would let me work. You know what I mean. <laughs> Pulling a souk there. I uh, this I don't know if this will be good on air, but it is. Um, I like, love bad on air stuff. I will I'm tell you, it's it. something I'll tell you in the break, and we can decide later. But this is something that's been out there. It's a kind of an internet meme for the last like probably ten years at this point. But uh, do you remember the the kind of old wives' tale, the story of the the couple that gets stuck in their car and the guy leaves and then he doesn't come back, and the next day the girl gets out of the car and there's a hook on the door. She heard scratching overnight. And then there's a hook on the door handle. No, I don't think I remember that. It's like an old kind of creepy story. Someone who spoke a different language tried to recreate that in English. And it is the funniest thing I have read in a long time. And I got reminded of it today. I I had seen it before, but I got reminded of it today. And it is absolutely hilarious. And I'll tell you in the break. And if you think it's good on air, we'll do it next segment. But it uh, it is an iconic internet meme now, I think, maybe not iconic, but famous enough, and I think it's really funny. How do so. I not know this? I know the internet. I was around when it was born. Well. I voted for Al Gore. I'm, <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. I was too young. I'm not sure wait, that wait, you are wait, the most memeiest of memers over here. Um, I don't think P. Harris is a dank memer. Uh, I am not a dank memer. No. But I do know what dank memes are. That's I've been news. on Reddit for like three years now. So maybe I, I so, found this again on Reddit to, to re-find it. I, it's on Reddit. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe, can you, can you turn it? your computer and show me real quick? No, no, it's on my phone. Well, um, that doesn't help. Then pass me your phone. <laughs> I, the suspense is killing me. I'll tell you in the break. Oh, my it's God. It's called a tease, and then we'll figure out if it's good for air. 
All right, it's 707. Someone... Welcome to the hot corner. <laughs> We're going to so, talk about baseball. So depressed. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'm, I'm sure I've seen it. I'm, I'm, I'm hip with the kids. Whatever you say. I'm hip. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. My knee hurts super bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I've been saying that for years. It's like, you know, that, that classic, whoa, I can't believe he did that. Like that Evan Turner crazy shot he made the other night. Yeah. Somebody was like, whoa, I could never do something like that. And I was like, I could until I blew my knee out. You know, I say stupid. <laughs> I rob, I say yeah. stupid crap like that all the time. Imagine how good it would have been until the knee injury. Yeah, right. Um, I now have a doctor's appointment on Monday because if I get into bed with my right knee onto the bed and take all the pressure of my body, it hurts. Wow. I knew your eyes got really big. I was hoping you would laugh, but now you're genuinely concerned. Well, I mean, that's a lot of pain for one knee to well, handle. It, it's not like ma- I'm not in excruciating pain, but it you're just kind of like, to go see the doctor. Oh, I feel that. Because for me, I, I've had knee pain for a very long time. Just slight. I mean, I'm a big guy and I played catcher growing up basically my entire baseball life until the end of high school. I'm a short guy. I'm unathletic. I get it, dude. <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> but uh, I just kind of go, well, I'll just ice my knees. It'll be fine. And then usually it goes away. Mm-hmm. So. It's funny because have I you can, tried ice? Uh, I've no. heard that helps with inflammation. I heard that rice is an acronym for something that helps you, and I know it's rest, ice, ice. compact. Oh, compression, compression. Ooh, and I knew ele- it was something like that. Ooh, an elevation. See, look, see, I knew, I knew the whole time. Have you done any of those four things? It, I would have, but then I blew my knee out, and I'm not able to do those things anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, but it's weird because like I can uh I can I can do a bunch of stuff, you know. I can still walk just fine, you know. I get in and out of things just fine. I can lift, you know, if I'm lifting kegs at work or anything like that, I'm fine. But yeah, just the right kind of pressure on it and and it got me. So what you're saying is you're getting old, Patrick. Yeah, I'm getting old. I can get crossed up real easily. Is this your first experience? Because you're what, 33? 33. 33. 34 in June. Are you, are you, is this your first true experience going, oh no, the, this is the first age related injury? Um, yeah, probably. I had a couple times where like my back was kind of a little, ah, ah, oh, oh God. Yeah. But I think, I, think, I think a lot of people have little things with their back. But, I, but I think that was because I was lifting some things the wrong way mm. and it just kind of, you weren't lifting with the legs. Yeah. It just kind of tweaked it a little bit and then it was, I didn't, let it rest long enough, and I had to kind of spend like three days. I felt really bad. I was at work, and I was like, "Hey, normally on Tuesday, Patrick, you got to move all these kegs." And I was like, "Yeah, that that that's not I'm not happen. doing that's that not going to happen." <laughs> uh, I did that for about a week or so, and then and then it was fine. And my back's good. This though, this is one of those things I'm a little, little, just teeny concerned about. No, it could just be nothing. You could just need to rice it. Yeah, maybe I should rice it. Although I did mention that I would that I'd get crossed over. That reminded me. I had an absolute hilarious thing happen to me the other day. It wasn't that hilarious for me, but if when you tell the story, it's pretty funny. Were you playing basketball? No. I was walking down the street. I was walking from my house um, to uh, a beer bar in Mississippi. And I decided it was kind of a nice day, and I threw some headphones in. I was like, oh, I'm going to walk. I don't need to drive. So I'm walking. I'm walking down the street, and these three kids come up towards me or walking up the street towards me. Uh, one's probably six foot. He's in the middle. He's probably 14 years old. I mean, everybody looks six foot to me when you're taller than me. There was a guy to his right, maybe still taller than me, but a little shorter than that guy, and then a kid clearly younger than him, maybe like one of the guy's little brothers. 
And I got sunglasses on, and I'm listening to headphones, just kind of in my own little world. And all of a sudden, I get to maybe how far away you and I are, which is maybe, what, two feet? Yeah. Two feet away from the kid, and I start to mention, I start to notice him pretending to dribble a basketball through his legs. And I just kind of catch it, and I'm like, whatever. And then at the last second, as I'm passing him, he fake crossovers, cross o- crosses over me, basically, does that basketball move, scared the living daylights out of me. <laughs> I jumped and went, ah! And those kids were laughing so hard on me, so hard at me. I would have as well, yeah. That I guarantee you they are still telling that story at school today. Because that's the thing that people just do sometimes. Like you're going in a hallway and you, you just do yeah, the fake yeah. crossover and you move the other way, spin out of the way or whatever. And they're probably like, Yo, you, you know how we do this all the time when we're walking down at the same way and you just do the fake crossover like you're playing basketball? We did that on the street. And this old dude, he got so scared. He jumped out of the skin. It was the best thing ever. They probably thought they probably said to their friends, yeah, he thought we were going to jump him. We totally could have, but we didn't. <laughs> the little brothers like in middle school, like, oh, my God, this was so funny. I could have beat that guy up. I know. And it's the neighbor kid. It's the neighborhood kids because they go to that spot a lot. It's the neighborhood kids. And I know the youngest one. We've seen him on like push scooters just like ripping around the block all the time just no caution to the wind we're always afraid he's going to get hit by a car busy area yeah and he's just just balls to the walls on these things and yeah they got me they got me so kudos to you kids i'm sure you're out there listening to the hot corner right now (laughs) you got me yeah i'm sure they are yeah oakley doakley well we got a cool show for you guys today we got uh Joe's first baseman to chat about. You know you couldn't get away from that. Uh, we got fair or foul coming up at the bottom of the 8.30, bottom of the 8 o'clock hour, which would be 8.30 if I can speak. Uh, you can find us on social media. Mike's at Mike Lynch 27 You can find me on PDD085 on Instagram. And you can find our fantastic producer, Mr. Joe Fisher, on Twitter as well. F-I-S-C-H, Joe Fish 3. Go find us. Harass us. We love it. There's also the Better You Today text line, 55304. Five, that lets you interact with us throughout tonight's event. Hockey's on TV. How long do I have to watch hockey? Uh, I Two just, more minutes? I just figured it was the play. Oh, there's other games on. I can put something else on if you'd like. No, it's fine. The I Yankees didn't... are getting shillelied, so I didn't okay. want to watch that. And then the Blazers started at 730, but they're not really trying, I don't think. so. Oh, man. I, I mean, the hockey playoffs are fun. I First day, I figured we put it on. Hold we on. Uh, do have some seedings locked in for the NBA. Oh, did those games go final? We have a couple that went final. The Thunder beat the Bucks. The Spurs beat the Thunder. Um, or, excuse me, the Spurs beat Dallas, rather. So, um, OKC is the six. OKC is the six. Uh, Spurs are the seven. The Clippers are the eight seed, regardless of what happens in their game tonight against Utah. Utah's sitting everybody. Um, so, basically, yeah, Portland. Portland will either play OKC or Utah. And it just, uh, I think they'll want to play Utah. Utah. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah. Damian Lillard doesn't play tonight. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Their game starts in about uh, 15 minutes or so. We good? We're good. <clears throat> you guys got that out? Yeah. You can wake back up. All right. Awesome. Uh, so we'll get we'll get all we'll get to all that jazz today. Maybe. 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 Pretty great week in Champions League so far. I'm going to be saying. honest. I've watched zero seconds. Leo Messi broke his nose today. It was pretty dope. <laughs> and the commentators threw mad shade at him. I'll <laughs> tell you that next. Uh, we also got some Mariners we got to get into, and that's pretty much where we'll kick off the show. This is the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. 
This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Uh, I want to give a sh- fat shout out to the Better You Today text line 55305. There's uh, there's some Champions League stuff on this. You seeing this? You I am seeing, seeing it. Well, look, I think we first have- off, you put a hundred bucks on Juventus money line. You don't watch Ajax, do you? <laughs> the <laughs> or you uh, don't watch Juve for that matter either. The the nice thing is, I think we've been on the air long enough that our listeners understand. Yeah, and uh, we've gotten some soccer listeners out of it too, which is nice. I like it. I Foot- like it. Football. The come on, you Spurs text. I'm into that. Um, anything anything to tire out Man City would be nice. Uh, and then I love the you'll never walk alone. Chris Davis, well, you, sir, probably will kind of walk alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't. He's not even walking. He's yeah. just getting Ooh, out. Ooh, sick burn. <laughs> you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Very well done, Mike. I see what you did there. It went well. Thank you. Uh, we learned over the break that uh, I am... Not up to date. No. <laughs> Mike was like, oh, you're on Reddit. You've seen this. And he went, nope, haven't seen it. And uh, then I said, well, it's a creepypasta. And you were like, what's a creepypasta? Yeah. And I was like, you know, it's like a story that gets usually pretty scary. gets shared around the internet and it's just kind of a thing. I know there's like no sleep on and then, Reddit. And then I said, Slenderman is like the most popular creepypasta. And you went, what's Slenderman? And I'm like, oh my God, have you ever been on the internet before? Apparently not. <laughs> Is this www.darkweb.com? And man door hand hook card door. <laughs> now that's good. Now I say stupid crap like that all the time. Is that worth reading on the air? It doesn't take that long. Yeah, why not? Okay, so for those let's, of you... Let's set the tone here. Yes. For those of you out there who know this, there is a kind of like an old wives tale story of a, a couple that gets lost in the forest and their car runs out of gas and the guy says, hey, I'm going to go get the gas. The woman stays behind in the car, and the guy doesn't come back. And at night, the the woman hears scratching on the door outside, and someone says, like, let me in. And then she doesn't let them in, obviously. And the next morning, the boyfriend is still not back, and she leaves, and there's a hook on the door of her car, the handle. And it's just like a creepy, like, oh, there was someone actually there. Um, this is a person who English is not their first language, and they tried to retell this story in English, in a typed out post. I also did not realize Reddit. this person did not, that English was not their first language. Here it is verbatim. When I sound stupid, it's because it is stupid. <laughs> Man and girl go out to drive under moonlight. They stop at on at a side of road. On he, at, at on at. They stop at on at a side of road. He a tur- side of road. Like he turns to his girl and say, baby, I love you very much. She says, what is it, honey? He says, our car is broken down. I think the engine is broken. I'll walk and get some more fuel. Okay, I'll stay here and look after our stereo. There have been news report of steers being stolen. <laughs> Good idea. Keep the doors locked no matter what. I love you, sweaty. <laughs> That's my favorite. So the guy left to get full for the car. After two hours, the girls say, where is my baby? He was supposed to be back by now. Then the girl hears a scratching sound and a voice say, let me in. The girl doesn't do it. And then after a while, she goes to sleep. The next morning, she wakes up and finds her boyfriend still not there. She gets out the check and man door hand hook card door. (laughs) And (laughs) man door hook card door. Is that how it is? Yep. Man door hook card door. I got to remember that one. Yeah, man. I say crap like that all the time. You like you try to say something and it just goes on at on. (laughs) On. I love you, sweaty. 
Yeah. Uh, we're getting some uh, texts in on the fan te- Better You Today text line, 55305, that there is an accent you should be using while saying it. Nope. And I'm glad you didn't. No. <laughs> I am not an idiot. However, now that I'm thinking of it that way, I can understand why people are texting that in. Yes. Like I said, English not their first language. You can put whatever accent you'd like. But. Okay. Yeah, well, if it makes you feel any better. Thank like, you, Munanori. If it makes you feel any better. English is my first language. In fact, it's my only language. I do know a bit of Yoda, but that gets old real quick. Old real quick it gets. Um, it was old before you even said that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I say man hook door hook man. <laughs> man hook door car man. Man door hand hook car door. Oh, man. I can't Who's even do that. Man door car hand hook car door. Man door hand hook car door. Can you believe that I have degree in theater? Was an actor for a long time. I do. Mike said this phrase to me seven times, and I still can't say it. <laughs> Man, car door, hook car door. No, see, I'm done. All right. Baseball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Champions League. Mm. You didn't see anything today. I have not watched it in quite a bit, actually. Not on an inconvenient time for me anymore. Leo Messi got hit in the no. It's not an inconvenient time. It's at noon. I know. Aren't you here working? I'm working out, and then I'm getting ready for work, and then I come here, and then by then it's like the 80th minute, so I miss most of it. Well, Leo Messi got hit in the nose today by a Manchester United player at Old Trafford in Manchester, and the commentators from America who are English, see what I did there, um. We're like, oh, he didn't hit him that hard. That's just a little good English physical football. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, really? Uh, it was cool. Anyway, that's that. Do you watch baseball? I do watch baseball. I, I watch watched baseball. a lot of baseball. How much baseball have you watched? Quite a bit. I, I will I will tend to throw a day game on if it's on, if I'm available around a TV, and that mm-hmm. includes here when I get here to the station. And yep. I've watched most Yankee games, and I've watched some Mariners, and I've watched uh, – some random MLB TV games as well. So, yeah, I've seen a decent amount. I don't think I've seen any any Mariner games yet. Okay. I've seen, like... You're missing a really fun stuff. I know. I've, I've seen some, like, clips of some stuff, but I just haven't had the chance to put on Mariner games. Like, Mondays and Tuesdays, I'm watching wrestling. Wednesday, I'm here. Thursday, I'm at the restaurant. And Friday, I'm drunk. Mm. So, it's been tough. God. What a, My what life a hard is so life. So hard, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, so I haven't caught any Mariners. I have seen a decent amount of Phillies and Nationals because television keeps cramming it down our throats. Uh, I did watch majority of both the Houston New York Yankee games. Both were quite entertaining. Sure, they were good. They, I mean, they were good games, except for the team that lost. All three of them now. Michael, you're in the media. You have to cut that stuff out. Sorry. Okay. You don't hear me talking about the Indians losing the Tigers today because nobody cares. <laughs> Not even Indians fans. <laughs> uh, so it, it was a good series, really close, yeah. uh, back and forth, late late wins for the Astros the first two games for sure. So, yeah. Um, I've watched, what else? I saw that Max Freed kid for Atlanta. It's now hint, pitched twice. Hint, hint, fantasy. Um, Added him in both leagues, I think, or at least one league. I think I got him in the other. There you you got him in one? Yeah. Because I got him in one. I added him. I, I 
ruined my bullpen temporarily to add him while he was starting. I, I, I dropped, went, oh, I'm getting this kid. <laughs> I, I jumped on the Red Sox suck wagon and dropped Jackie Bradley Jr. I was like, you know, he might have a bounce back gear. He could be really good. No, nope, nope. See you, dude. <laughs> not even not even worried. Uh, but uh, I guess I to, to finish and then segue, I did pick up the hottest pitcher in baseball, Marco Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And now here we are. And they're winning again, five to three in the top of the seventh. At the Seattle Mariners. Twelve and two will be their record if they win. Have Twelve we, and two. Have we talked to have you guys talked to John Imagine about this? A little bit. Yep. He and, he is he says it's very fun, but I don't expect it to move, go on. Well, that's not fun. I don't know how much longer that will last. If they keep playing well, then he'll be like, Oh my god, we're the greatest team of all time. Well, that's but not fun. Fat butt Dan Vogelbach and Got him in Jay one of my Bruce. Got him in the other. <laughs> uh, Jay Bruce left the game tonight. Uh-oh. Early with a, what did my phone tell me? My phone told me something. It was a strain or tightness in his left Achilles. Uh-oh. Mariner season done. Yeah. He is their leading home run hitter. No more Jay Bruce. <laughs> Pack it in. We're out of here. They are. They have been such a cool story to start, though. I don't know how they're doing it. They're leading baseball in every offensive category, it seems, and it's just bananas. Well, that's kind of why. That's kind of where I want to get to. Where I want to start. There's some multiple layers of this. There is how the team is hitting, how the team is pitching, who they've played, and more realistically, I really want to know what is going through Scott Service and Jerry Depoto's brain right now. That is what's most interesting to me. And Maybe there's a couple guys out there that are available that could help this thing along should they decide to actually do something. That's where we want to start today when it actually comes to baseball. I want to start with the Seattle Mariners, and can this thing be real? Let's be optimistic here, people. There's a chance that this is the real freaking deal, okay? Uh, okay. Yeah, and if you believe, text in the Better You Today text line 55305. And if you don't believe, just be quiet. Don't crush people's dreams. There, so it's going to be a pretty silent segment for me next time? There are four people out there that think this is real, Mike. Think of the children. Okay. Seattle Mariners. We'll do that next. But first, here's Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Portland Diamond Project news coming up. We'll get to that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Some cool things on that, including potential bonuses for getting box seats, for getting suites. Yeah. Uh, those renderings are quite pretty. Yeah. You okay over there? <laughs> well, I had to burp. Oh, okay. And my sports pants are pretty tight, dude. This chair's getting uncomfortable. Well, those those pictures are beauties. Their beauty. So we'll get to that at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. But I do want to spend some time on uh, the Seattle Murners, how they are 12-2 and two and currently leading right now. Jay Bruce did go out with, with tightness in his left Achilles. Don't worry, Domingo Santana replaced him. <laughs> I love how it's like, murderer's row. <laughs> Jay Bruce goes down, bring in Santana. 
<laughs> I did see the parrot fly the other day twice. Yep. That is some Mariners stuff. He I is saw. hitting 317. Where you been, E.E.? Fox hitting 458. <laughs> Santana's hitting 333. Dean Gordon is hitting 340. Ryan know? Healy is hitting 291. Do you want to know who the worst everyday player is on the Mariners? Who? Mitch Haniger. I know. <laughs> and he's actually hitting well, too. He's, or he's, made, he's having impact hits. He's hitting 241, but he's oh. he's having big impacts on the game. How is Mitch Haniger the worst player? Coming into this season, he was like, well, at least we got Mitch Haniger. Uh, I think this is really quite interesting. Uh, yes, the Mariners lead in almost every offensive category. Yes, their starters are not as hot garbage as we thought. Their bullpen is bad, but is hiding behind the fact that they keep hitting bombs every single day. Hey, if they keep scoring this many runs, they don't need a bullpen. I know. They've they've scored over nine runs, what, six times in their 12 wins? Uh, I will double check that for you. Uh, something like that. They can't stop hitting. They're hiding their weaknesses. Their fielding is potentially maybe some of the worst defense in all of Major League Baseball, yet... They're 12 and two, six games also scored eight in the loss and six in a loss. There are two losses. They scored a combined 14 runs and they lost by how many runs? Two and one. Yeah. See? Yeah. Look at that, man. Look, this is an amazing start. It has been a ton of fun for Mariner fans. Here comes Mike poo poo. No, no, no. What I'm saying, it's been amazing. And maybe this is sustainable, but looking at these players on their team and the track record, I'm not sure that's the case, but I mean, maybe you just scouted well and Domingo Santana got blocked in Milwaukee and is a great hitter in the middle of the lineup. Maybe Encarnacion just despised Cleveland and still has something left. Maybe Vogelbach is actually what you thought he was. And that's why you were trying to bring him up last year and it just didn't work out. I mean, Hanager's good. D Gordon's good. Malik Smith is fast as all hell. And I mean, I don't think Jay Bruce is good anymore, but at least he's a Homer hitter. He's not so, good anymore. He's leading the majors in home. He's also runs. hitting 204. So Yes. I mean Yes. He's Adam Dunn. I didn't Dunn. think it was that bad. He's Adam Dunn. So I mean, and Tim Beckham. Don't forget Tim Beckham was hitting 395 <laughs> and is having a, a renaissance year after a, a bad year last year in Baltimore. I I don't know if it's sustainable because of the bullpen and because of the quality of the players, but maybe they just scouted better than everybody else and they got it right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it could be part partly who they've played too, but I have a really strong idea. They have Houston coming up this next series, happening. so we'll see what happens there. Who you just alluded to it? Who have they played? They have played the Oakland A's. Slow start. Two games. They played the Red Sox. Four games. One of the worst teams in baseball. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. And not saying slow start because it's probably just a slow start. But no, I think they're really bad. Angels. Two game series. Don't think they're very good either. Uh, White Sox, three games. Out also, of maybe one set. of the worst teams in baseball. And now the Royals. Maybe even worse than the White Sox. No, so, the White Sox have been really No, bad. the Royals are worse than the White Sox. Um, but Whit Merrifield has a 30-game hit streak. The After this, you got the Astros and Indians back-to-back, although Cleveland hasn't exactly inspired easy, fear in anyone easy. yet. Easy, And then the Angels and Padres. I mean, just keep hitting. Just keep hitting. Just, just keep, keep hitting. hitting. You could do it. Uh... I think they have feasted on some bad opponents. Uh, I do think... Who's the best pitcher they have faced? Chris Sale. I said the best pitcher. <laughs> um, Chris Sale? Chris Sale? <laughs> yeah, man. See, that's what I mean. Like, I think I think you got to strike while the iron is hot. 
I heard this argument today that I thought was interesting. Chris Hill? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking right now. They have not faced a good starter. Uh, I'm wondering if this is a fair thing, right? a fair assessment right now. I was listening to Buster Olney's podcast today, and someone mentioned it. Is the American League so top-heavy that a team like the Mariners, should they take care of business of all the bottom feeders, can be a potential player? Uh, two weeks ago, I would have said no effing way. They're Who? the worst team in the AL West. But I don't even mean this for the Seattle Mariners. I kind of mean this for anybody in the American League that has a shining spot. Who are the good teams in the American League right now? The Rays? Yep. I'll take the Yanks only because they're hurt. I'm not sold on the Red Sox. My my panic meter for them is probably like an eight. Astros are winning again. Astros are good. Indians have maybe the best rotation. Clev's out for a little bit. We'll see how that goes. Twins look kind of sneaky good right now, too. Yeah, but then now we're now we're like pulling hairs. I'm now just we're saying. Like, right. Now we're trying to like find teams that are good. Well, to your point though, then yes, those other teams, if they have a good start, a la the twins, right? Mm-hmm. Who we thought would probably finish in second in the division. And maybe the Mariners are teams that could, I guess, reach the wild cards. I mean, it's so early. I don't like making these claims this early in the season. It's been 14 games. Right. Right. right You've right. got 150 to go. But this is just good banter for us. But I, but I am I am curious about this. Yeah, the wild card is wide open in the AL. I think Absolutely, we, I think we said said as much because you thought it would be it, it, you were almost certain it was going to be either the Yankees or Red Sox, right? In the AL East, which winning the division, getting that first wild card spot. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it still might be the case. But and then number two, I probably would have gone Rays. I would have gone A's. But either way, it was. You, but there's options now. The oh, number yeah, two it's spot. It's not August. The A's haven't won 30 in a row yet. Yeah, it's you've got options now, and that includes the Rays because they're 10 and three to start the year. They look good. The Mariners, obviously, because they're 12 and two to start the year, almost or real. 11 and two. And I mean, it, it includes the Twins, and it includes. I, I still think Oakland can do it. I know they haven't had the, the best start to the year, but I, I think they could do it too. Oakland would be 12 and two right now if they had Kyler Murray at second base. I mean, oh. That's a hot take. Hot take. <laughs> no, I'm joking. That kid sucks. Um, okay, well, I want to keep on this because I want to ask I want to ask some future questions, and I'm really curious where DePoto and Service are on this. So I want to stick with the Mariners. We'll do that next. This is Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. This is The Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Islanders score a goal in overtime to beat the Penguins, so they take a 1-0 lead. So, Mike said, what am I changing it to? You want to watch baseball? You want to watch Blazers? And as I was like, well, let me check some scores real quick. So I started flipping through some scores of baseball. And then, Mike, who is starting for the Blazers tonight? The starting five for your Portland Trail Blazers. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That was a lot longer than I thought it was. Five seconds. That's what she forever. said. Uh, at point guard, Anthony Simons. Yeah! At shooting guard, Gary Trent Jr. <laughs> at small forward, Jake Layman. <laughs> at power forward, Scal Labissier. And at center, Myers Legend Leonard. <laughs> And they're winning nine to three. So, how does Zach Collins not get in this game? I mean, 
I don't know, because he's part of their actual rotation. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else. I mean, the, the game's like three minutes old. So well, I know, but on. like poor Jake Lehman and Myers Leonard, they're like, oh, man. <laughs> I wish I was Zach Collins. <laughs> Just get a rest. He got the night off. Uh, we're uh, So we turn it over to Yankees Astros because Mike and I have a rule. If, it, if we are on the air and one of our teams is playing and it's a decent game, we watch that. I don't even know if it has to be a decent game. Uh, you have the right to say, I want to watch yeah. my team. I had turned it off because it was 7-2, and I was really angry because Canley gave up like two home runs in his relief appearance. And then Patrick said 7-6. I went, what? So I turned it back on. Luke yeah. Voigt, two-run homer, a couple of singles in the eighth. And now they're one-run game going to the ninth inning or in the bottom of the eighth inning. Mariners tied 5-5 in Kansas City, top of the eighth. Um, Kansas City is 2-8. and eight. How many people do you think are in that stadium? Somewhere between two and eight? (laughs) (laughs) Probably, yeah. Uh, We were talking about the Seattle Mariners, and I want to kind of dive into a little more like how – I actually want to dive into this a little seriously. I I know we were kind of like making fun and toying around with the Mariners' early start, but I want to know like what goes through your head when you're Scott Service, when you're Jerry DePoto? Because I think there's a couple lines of thinking. I imagine Scott Service probably walked into this year thinking, okay, I've got to really look at guys. I've got to kind of see, okay, is there anybody here that is actually worth a D? Is there anybody here that I can see long-term? How's the progression of Hanniger doing? How many more years does D Gordon have in him? You know, um, what, what's the new kid from Japan, uh, the pitcher? Kikuchi. Kikuchi. How's Kikuchi look? Can Marco really be a number one? When do we pull the plug on Felix? Blah, 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 blah. He actually is looking more as development, almost like a minor league coach. Now, does that does that flip? Now is service kind of going, oh, crap. I actually have to manage us to win this game. Uh, I mean, I know everybody's always going to say we're always trying to win. I, I'm, I'm going to say for service, I don't think that really changes. Even when you're saying what you were saying there, I think you're looking at it and going, I need to win this game. It is my job to win games unless told otherwise, I suppose. And I will do my best to put this lineup out there that gives us the best chance to win. Right. Right. For DePoto, he's looking at it in that sense of, you know, how are these guys growing and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's more interesting from DePoto's aspect of if, if he has to now make decisions on if he wanted to tank, right. If he wanted to really, really pull the plug and get this team some draft picks and some prospects and some minor leaguers through trades, then he's probably upset right now because the team's really good at the moment. And I, I, I'm not sure again, like I said, I'm not, I don't know if it's true yet. I'm not sure if I trust that these guys hot starts is actually them developing or if it's just a hot start. And that's where I I wonder if DePoto's just sitting there wringing his hands going, I like this because we're winning and we're good and people are excited, but does this stunt our growth? And to use, it's maybe not the best example, but the first thing that popped in my head, the Blazers. I mean, the Blazers are a team that could could have a couple of years ago benefited from tanking and getting some more high draft picks. And instead, they won a lot and they made the playoffs and they had higher seeds and didn't didn't really turn out to be much for them in the playoffs. But they've always been a good regular season team. And you've kind of been stuck with not the best players in the draft that you could take. Is that where the Mariners sit right now? Well, I think, if it continues, I think one thing that's also interesting that Depoto's got a way on his brain is what if he's hit? 
You know? Yeah. What if he's hit on a Domingo Santana? You might what, yeah, You might be right. What if he's hit on a Ryan Healy? I mean, good God, get him off third base. But, you know, what What if this... Not 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 to, you know, prevent their, their growth by way of decline, but what if he's looking at him going, okay, wait a sec. So you're telling me all I need to do is maybe get some bullpen help and not... You know, hemorrhage the farm system. Because when are we going to see Justice Sheffield? We are we going to see him after the uh, April? What is it? April twentieth? Maybe. Are, are we going to see Sheffield this year? Or are they going to keep him down? I would imagine you're going to see him this year. If he, I mean, I guess. Remember, he was only he's only really been in the minors for a couple of years. He's pretty young, so you still might have some development to go. But I think we imagined we would see Sheffield pretty early because the staff wasn't the best or the deepest. I think so, I'm also going with that. I figured we'd see Sheffield because had Sheffield not been traded, I thought we'd see him in New York this year. Maybe. Again, there was a little bit of a a nervous thought about his control mm-hmm. and his ability to to accurately throw the fastball. So if that's still the case, then you can't come up to the majors because you're going to be a walk machine. Players, the eyes right. are too good now. So, I mean, if he needs to develop, he needs to develop. But maybe this now gives the Mariners a chance not to panic on that and say, well, keep you down in the minors, keep working on it, we're winning, our starters are pitching well right now, and then we'll see what happens a little bit later. Can you imagine if after the draft, the Mariners decide and try to go sign Dallas Keuchel? <laughs> or Craig Kimbrell? That'd be funny. What if it's, what if it's June 30th and the Mariners are... Eight games up in the AL West. Then that's not crazy. Is this just sexy Rexy? F it, I'm going deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're like, Keigel, one year. If you're eight teams mil. up in the division near the trade deadline, yeah, let's go. Keigel, 15 mil this year. Let's go. Yeah. Kimbrel. For, for three months, 15 mil. Kimbrel, 12 mil. Let's go. Yeah. Why not? I bet you Kimbrel's arrogance would be like, I'm not going to see him. <laughs> Hey, that make the bullpen instantly amazing. If he if he if he's not, not amazing, yeah. if he's not signing anywhere, the Mariners show up and he's like, "Ooh, I like their chances." <laughs> hey, if they're eight games up, yeah, why not? <coughs> that's me. that's what my whole thing with this with with this is is to me, it is a great start. It's a lot of fun, and if it continues this way, then holy crap, you hit on a lot of players, and it's a, it's a magical season. But just be realistic. Maybe right. it doesn't. Maybe it comes back down to earth. Last year, remember the Mets started eleven and one. The Mets. Mm-hmm. Remember where they finished last year? Bad. Bad. I'm gonna go look it up just to to have the actual record in front of me. But I'm pretty sure they finished in fourth in their division. Well, while you're looking that up, I will ask the age old question. The age- Seventy seven and eighty five. Ooh yikes! Ooh. They were eleven and one. And one. Ooh yikes! Um, I will ask the age old question that I'm sure. Everyone around the area has asked, including this station and our sister kids up in Seattle and blah, 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 because national coverage is not following the Mariners. So I haven't heard it from national scene, but I imagine locals are saying this. How long will it take the Mariners to be this good for you to think maybe they're good? June. When in June? In June. If they are still playing this well in June, I will think they are good. Do they have Mike Zunino? What? Is Mike Zunino on the team? No. Then they won't be good. Oh. Because then there's I no Zunino. The I see the joke. Okay. <laughs> I, but was you think like, June. I was like, what? You're you're willing to look at like June 1st, June 2nd. We're going to go see a game on June 2nd. Is that the date? Yeah. 
Uh, one, yeah. You can't forget the date, Mike. Yeah, that is the date that will live in infamy. That is that is where I will say if they are still playing well, then yeah, why not? They do got a crazy schedule coming up. All right, we'll keep tabs on that. I the Mariners are the last thing I thought we would talk about on this show in the early parts of the season, but I'm glad that's happened. I'm excited for them. So for you Mariner fans out there, enjoy it. If you're on a rebuild, that's fine, but at least have a bright spot in the beginning of your season. That's what I say. Positivity. Positivity. Like, be positive that Michael Brantley's hitting third for the Astros and doing pretty dang well. He's really good for them. I know. I know. For like $8 million a year. They were it's showing. Super awesome. They were showing stats about how low his swing and miss rate is. I know. It's super awesome for $8 million a year. It's not like they had a crappy outfield or anything. All right. What's the we- Indians' weakest position? Outfield. Ah. Left handed hitting outfield. Uh, when we come back, there's some cool news that got that broke today from the Portland Diamond Project. We'll get into that. Plus, we have fair or foul at the bottom of the hour, and there's no way we're letting Joe get off the hook without some Chris Davis talk. We'll do that next in a loaded second hour. This is the Hot Corner, Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 